spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Happy, fantastic Friday, Chad. All right. So, can I just say this? Arizona won, Saudi Arabia nothing. We finally got a win. Well, yeah. It's kind of win so far, yeah. This is a big win. All right, so here's why we're saying that. You know, we told you yesterday that Saudi Arabia has leased land here in Arizona on the cheap. This deal was put together in 2014. And what are they doing? They're stealing our water. Yes. So the Saudis, right, are here in Arizona. And what they're doing is they're growing alfalfa. And when alfalfa grows, I guess you need a massive amount of water. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I don't think we're charging them anything for the water, by the way. No, no. They're, they're, well, they're, whatever they're paying for the lease, $150,000 for 6,000 acres. Right. How much water are we giving them? Oh, as much as they can consume. So when the alfalfa grows, because it needs all this water, what Saudi Arabia does, after they grow it here, after they use our water here. Because they're they, jerks. Right, the jerks. No they, oil. They've given <laughs> us zero right. oil. They take the alfalfa, they send it back to Saudi Arabia, and they feed it to their cows. And their cows get fat, and then they, they eat it while they sit around and count all their oil money that we don't have. Well, gas, that's $5! So what do we get out of it in Arizona? Nothing. Oh, we, we got $150,000. That's nothing. We get nothing out of it. No. We lose a ton of water. You know there's a drought going on. I heard. And so guess what? Our attorney general canceled the lease. Chris Hayes-Mays. Pretty good job. I think this is <laughs> something. Really Hayes-Mays. Right. But I think this is something that it doesn't matter what party you're in. Unless you're one of those people who just root against the other party blindly because you just have hate. if you just are like, oh, you not allowing this to happen means you're a xenophobe. Well, (laughs) come on. You know there's those out there. Oh, it's because it's Saudi Arabia. You're a xenophobe. So there were two water contracts. There were two of these contracts, and Mays terminated them. And now we're saving thousands of gallons of water in Arizona. 3,000 wa- 3, gallons a second is what it pumps. No. A family of four consumes 17,000 gallons a month. So what? Uh, I mean, 3,000 gallons is, uh, a minute. So think right. about that. So we'll how many to, is that in an hour? About five and a half minutes is everything that a family of four would consume in a month. See, now, yeah. That's incredible. I, I like you grabbed your pen like you were going to start doing math. Oh, I'm not going to start doing that. No, no, no. But I, I mean, this is something. See, when we, when we, when we talk about certain issues, and you know, we were talking about the tamale bill, which I think is the dumbest thing in the world. Like this is good. This actually helps Arizona. I want to know our last AG. Why didn't he do anything about this? Well, it well, took Chris Mays. Like she talked about this in her campaign, and it took her only a couple months to figure this out. And she just saved Arizona a ton of water. Hopefully, because what they're going to do is they say, you know, the Department of Water and whatever didn't do enough research on how much water was there, how much it's actually consuming. And so there's going to be some stuff that they're going to have to go through because I don't know what's in the lease. That's the other side of stuff. They're probably trying to figure out how do we break these lease and stop these things from doing them? Because, you know, we worry about water and all this other stuff. If we have tons of water underneath and we're not allowing our people to use it, my God, that's insane. (laughs) It's insane. Insane. So. This is something that I think you can point to. A politician did their job, and it actually is for something good here in Arizona. Yeah. So I give Chris Mays a lot of a lot of credit. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, there are a ton of Republicans, by the way, that were coming out and saying this is a terrific deal too. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, now, it's one of those things. It's hard to it's hard to to look at this and say, well, why would we do something so dumb? <laughs> it's just not well because at the beginning th- of it, we weren't worried about the uh, what's it called. We I, I, you watch if we follow the money and who signed off on all these things, mm. we weren't worried about a drought. I bet you there is, you know, the Saudis don't do something for nothing, and they don't do nothing. They for, were stealing from us. Uh, My goodness, but. I'm sure somebody got paid somewhere. Okay. I'm sure somebody's sitting on a board somewhere. I'm sure somebody's got some fat, dumb, and happy money sitting around and made sure that they continue to push people into the places they need to be uh, so they could get reelected. I see this as a win for Arizona. Yeah. It's pretty good. When it comes to drought, when it comes to water, uh, when the Southwest, uh, you know, the, the Colorado River and all the new rules that go into the we're going to get less, this is a good deal. All right. Uh, Phoenix... The city of Phoenix says they can uh, clear the zone. The homeless encampment, they're going to do it at the beginning of May. Well, if they wait a couple months, maybe it'll just, you know, solve itself. Do you think there are going to be a ton of people down there in the middle of summer? Yeah. Okay. If, you, if you're homeless, where are you going to go? Well, I, and I you're know. on drugs and you're out of your mind. Right. Uh, where are you going to wander to? So uh, the zone in downtown Phoenix, there are hundreds of tents. There are, is uh, about a thousand people. You and I went and checked it out. Uh, and it is disturbing, to say the least. Yes. There are so many bad things going on down there. I mean, it pulls it at your heart because you're like, this person's literally killing themselves with the drugs that we're actually, we actually watch them either. In, in, Sell in drugs snow. or do drugs. It right. was all going on. It was all going on. So Phoenix says, you know what? Let's put everybody in a building. What, well, what kind of building are you? Yeah. Well, we're going to get an empty building. Are they going right? to have like a warehouse? Are they I don't put know. cots in there? This is their idea. We're going to try and clean it up. Uh, we're going to get some sort of a building that's, you know, that's going to, that's going to be, that's going to be there. Also, we're going to see if maybe there's like a big tent we can put out where no one sees it. We can have them come in and out. I don't think they know. I don't think they know what they're doing. No. I think they actually think that they're going to go down there, go block by block and start uh, removing people uh, and then cleaning it up, actually cleaning it and sanitizing the area. I don't know how you do that either, but um I don't know where the real help is going to go for the individuals. I, you know, is it just out of sight, out of mind? I think, and this is just me, oh. I think they hope that the ACLU and a couple of these other uh, uh, non-governmental organizations that have sued will get some sort of stay so they don't have to do anything. And they could say, my hands are tied. We can't do anything. We can't remove their stuff. We can't do any of this stuff. We just have to allow it to be the way it is until we get a final ruling. Uh, Phoenix is saying this. Past uh, cleanups have proved successful. Here's the statistic. Almost 70% of the people, this is them, almost 70% of the people the city is engaged with during five cleanups, 123 individuals have accepted shelter or other services and have been transported out of the zone that same day. That's according to the city data. That's not, this is a thousand plus people. That's not 123 People that they've engaged with Where's that the would be seventy yeah. percent over over a five cleanup thing. That doesn't even. That's nothing. That's not even scratching the surface. No, you're, po- you're, no, God, no. They're you're, pointing to the seventy percent. They're trying to tell us, hey, listen, these people want our help. I got to tell you, man, we were down there. I, I, I think there are a lot of people that are very far gone. Uh, either drugs have fried their brain, or they have mental illness, uh, and and. It's not that they want to live there, but there are people that want to get high on a daily basis and they can do it there. Uh, They didn't talk to the people that we saw. No, No. there are plenty of homeless people that will accept uh, help and want help. And there's so many there's so many people that are, are homeless right now and they are trying to get help. 
Downtown Phoenix at the zone is a totally different story. I know this because I saw it with my own eyes. And I can promise you, Phoenix went and they talked to certain homeless people down there. They, they, I think they were cherry picking. They were saying this one is, this one's not talking to themselves. So I'm going to, and I'm not trying to be mean here at all. What I'm saying is they literally are talking to themselves down there. It is that state of a situation. Walking in the middle of the street, one shoe, talking to themselves, standing there, not knowing where they're here they are. And you're walking up going, would you like some help? We could get you off the streets. That person wouldn't know what to do with help because they don't know where they are. Yeah. They're not functioning in society. They're not functioning in their life. So I think Phoenix is putting, I, don't, I just think they're putting this 70% out. Oh, yeah, they want help. They're throwing something I don't wild think out there. so. I don't think that's the case. Why? Because I saw it with my own eyes. And they I don't may know how many want times help as that. long as there's no strings attached. You mean right. I could do drugs indoors, too? You cannot. There. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. They said they're going to start doing it in uh, May, cleaning the encampment. All right. It is time for Five Spot. And here's what we're looking for. Ladies. Ladies. Ladies only. Call us if you make as much or more than your husband. Call us if you make as much money or more than your husband. 602-277-KTAR. 277-5827. You make as much or more than your husband. Ladies only. Five spot. 277-KTAR. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, ladies only. Call us if you make as much or as more than your husband. Here's, uh, here's a study that says women, wives who make more or as much as their husband are still doing almost three hours of housework. More than their husband. So, like, you've got uh, a husband and a wife, and they're making the same, or she's making a little bit more, but she's still doing the laundry. Okay. Why is that? So, we're going to ask you, right now, you're making more. Are you doing more housework than your husband? Here we go, Chad. Ellen in Scottsdale, you make as much or more than your husband. Uh, Do you do more housework than he does? No. No? Really? Okay, what does your husband do? He loves me. I do the laundry, and he pretty much does everything else. Okay. Oh, wow, really? Yep. How much more do you make than him? Almost double. Oh. Uh, how does he feel about doing all that housework? Uh, he don't care. Yeah. Like, you got to check your ego, right? It's not just... Because this um, art... This his art, mom taught him, right? Good. He's always done it, so this, it's uh, nothing big for him. All right, Ellen. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. So this study talks about how men... You know, some men think, well, it's still women's work. Wait a minute. This is 2023. Now, is this housework or is like... Laundry. Yeah. It's not chopping wood, right? Like, Because if if he's out chopping wood, does that count towards it? (laughs) Making the bed, cleaning, all that, doing the dishes, taking the dishes out. All right. So a new study says women, uh, wives that make uh, more than their men are still doing way more housework. All All right. right, Let's go with Heather and Phoenix. Heather, you make more than your husband. And do you do more or less housework? I do more. So what's the story there? Why is that? Why do you think it is? Um, he tries, but I think I just prefer to do it. Oh. You like to do it yourself because you want it done right. 
right? You want it to write your way. Your way. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Right. See, it's a bad I, marriage. You can already tell. Oh, it's not a she bad marriage. She makes more money and she does all the work. It's a bad marriage. I wish you guys the best. Oh, gosh. Seek help. Uh, God, that's two. Uh, two bad marriages in a row. Lily and Mesa, <laughs> uh, you make more money than your husband and do you do more or less housework? I do more, but it's not substantially more. He does do um, quite a bit, but I definitely do more. I cook more. I clean more. I definitely clean the bathrooms more. Do you have a bad marriage, too? No, I have a great marriage. See, Chad? I guess I... Yeah, I just... um, I'm okay doing it. Sometimes I'll get on him about it, but I don't know. I, I, I think... I think women She's good at lying too. Like oh, she's lying to herself. I think women <laughs> like to do a lot of it themselves because when we do it, we don't do it right. No, we do it the way we want to do it. That's not the right way. But we though. might do it the way that our mothers did it. That's not the right way. Not the right way to, to her. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because exactly. it's always we got a men are evil and horrible, and that's just right, right, Brittany? <laughs> men are evil and horrible. You make more money than your husband, and you do more work. Um, are you talking to me now? Yeah, are you, Brittany. Oh, no, I uh, he does all the work and asks me to do things occasionally, and I probably cook more often, and that's all. All right, so you only cook more often. He does the laundry? Yeah, he does it more frequently because uh, he ha- he uses more clothes than I do. Okay. Oh, wow. See, when I got married, I always told my wife, I got married 10 years ago, I said, I... You know, I don't know how this really works because I've never been married, but I always, I do my own laundry. Yeah. My wife does her laundry. I do my laundry. What drives her crazy is when I leave my laundry there for a week <laughs> and it's in the dryer. That's yeah, I can see that. Final one. Uh, Donna in Phoenix, you make more money than your husband and you do more or less when it comes to housework. It's kind of equal, but on the housework, what I don't like is he just washes the dishes. He doesn't bother to clean the counters or the table or the microwave or the stove. So I have to go back and do that. Yeah. Um, but he does make dinners when, because um, I get out of work later. So I make a menu on Sunday. And if um, I didn't make something, he'll go ahead and make dinner. Oh, that's good. He makes good. usually the dinners for us. That's good. But I taught him how to cook. Okay. You're going to keep him? I'm going to keep him because um, I do the laundry and the bathrooms and stuff, but he helps me a lot with the kids and, you know, okay. dinner. Well, that's good. Dinner's that's the good. main thing, really. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, you have some decent guys out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I do work around the house. What's your job? What do you do? Uh, I, do I, the, I do the dishes. I do the dishes, everyone. Well, you know, we have kids, and I try to make them do you stuff, should. too. Clean up the front room. I, I'll vacuum. Uh, I'll do the laundry. I got zero problem doing the laundry. And that's laundry for a bunch of kids. And by sure. the way, just to let you know, my daughter, Charlie's like Elton John. So every day is a stage show. <laughs> that's right. And there's 75 different ch- changes of clothes. So funny. That's Five Spot. Up next, uh, my flight got delayed by rice. By rice. Rice? Only on America's new least reliable airline next. It's the Gatos and Jack Show. So imagine this. You're getting ready to take off and you're on Southwest. And so first of all, that's My a shock delayed. that you're taking off. Secondly, everybody's like, hold on a second. There's rice on the ground. There's rice? Excuse me? There's rice on the ground. Somebody get married? Nobody got married. Okay. Somebody spilled rice, and because of the spilling of the rice, Mm. 
We will not be going anywhere until somebody fesses up. It's like a kid, right? A kid, we're not going to recess until somebody tells me who did this. And so they sat there the flight, and sat there. The flight attendant got on the loudspeaker. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Ah. Uh, we're not going to be moving here anytime soon. If somebody could just please tell me who uh, spilled the rice, that'd be fantastic. Sounds a little like Bill Clinton. Uh, I cannot believe that this was so we've had the baby yelled at. Uh, there was a grown Challenge man to a fight. Yelled, yelled at a baby, a little baby, for, because the baby was crying and woke him up from a nap. And he made everybody get off the plane because he would not deplane. Yeah. And now this one is the spilling of rice. rice. This is rice, like just regular old rice. Like somebody went to Panda Express and spilled some rice. Right. And they're like, we're not going anywhere. The- not because they thought it was cocaine or was going to explode or anything, but because they were upset. It's a pretty good mess. I mean, uh, the flight attendant got on the loudspeaker and said, we are not leaving until the rice is cleaned. So I'm wondering who cleans up the rice. Is it an entire, uh, uh, is it the person who, who bought it? Is there? A, is it a family? She's telling the passengers, listen, you have to do this. I don't know why you can't just, you know, like, it, it, honestly, if it were you, what would you have done? Just go down and clean it up so we could go. Would you have done that? Yes. I, like, I'm not, I don't me, need it. Get me on this plane and get me to my, I'll help you clean the rice up. I will help you clean the rice up. Can you give me a basket? I have no problem. It's right next to my seat. I'll help you do it. I just... Why is there such a... It's like a power trip. It's exactly... You know what it is? It might be that. It might be this this battle we have going on between flight attendants and, and the airlines and customers and the fact that you would delay a flight for an hour or five minutes for that matter over the fact that there was rice on the ground is ridiculous. Uh, one person said the whole thing was really comical. Because they're going up and down the aisle. Did you spill the rice? Well, here's the other thing. Flight attendants, after they got on the loudspeaker, they went they went seat to seat and asked people loudly. Did you spill the rice? Yes. Did you spill the rice? Yeah. Was it you that spilled the rice? I'd be like, listen, can I get a free drink if I if I just, you know, put the rice in, in, a, in a little bag? That is just What's the diff what's the deal? I don't know. So is it not in the is it not a flight attendant's job? Is that the thing? Because, first of all, whoever spilt the rice is a jerk. Pick it up. That's number one. All right, but number two, people are jerks. Okay, so if your job is to be a flight attendant, is it now beneath you to clean up the rice? I don't think so. I just want to go from point A to point B. That's what I want to do. Would they not, what if me? I said, I want to clean up the rice, and they'll say, did you do it? And I say, no, I just want to go somewhere. And then you, they say, no, we want the person who did it. Oh, for crying out loud. Right. Then get me on United. Becky yeah. Lynn, again, uh, on uh, United. I'm becoming a United Airlines fan after ripping them for decades on this station. Well, you know. Yeah. I'm going United. You have a right to have a change of heart. Going At least you're putting it out there. So. Um, I'm going United. Wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. How is it possible mm. in a year like 2023 yes. that somebody spilled a whole bowl of rice <laughs> in the middle of a plane and nobody saw it? <laughs> or so many people saw it and they all sat there. There and didn't rat out the other person. How is it possible in a day and age when we have stuff running behind that the FAA and the, and the airline would allow this to not move forward without somebody saying, you know what, just do your job, pick this up, deal with it on the other side? Are we sure it was cooked rice? It wasn't raw rice? It looks yellow to me. Did they think it was like ricin? Like it was poison? No, I don't think it was rice. Okay, then, then, then what are we doing? Because if it's ricin, I'm not picking it up. Well, no. I know that. Hmm. I'm barely going to pick the rice up.
But it comes to a point where it's a half an hour in. Get out of your middle seat and pick it up. Yeah. Like somebody pick it up. Well, Either hey. the person that spilt it, the flight attendant, or just the pre- whoever it is. If it's right next to your seat, just pick it up. If you pick it up, though, you say, I did it. I'm sorry. And you go to pick it up. Are they going to throw you off the plane? Is that why everybody kept their mouth shut? Because it got to the point where they're like, they're going to tell me I've got to get off the plane. Good. So everybody's going to keep their mouth shut. Goodness gracious. And then recess was ruined. That's right. how it ruins. Runes. Runes. Uh, subscribe to the Gatos and Chat Show podcast. It is fun. It is entertaining. It's brought to you by Carol Royce, your home slow guaranteed realty. Go to carolsthebuyers.com. carolsthebuyers.com. Up next, well, it's a very, very interesting story. It seems that the Saudis were stealing our water in Arizona. Shame. And maybe we just stole it back. Next. The Gatos and Chat Show. Afternoons. That's us. I know it's us. That's what it well, says. What if, that's why it says if, the Gatos of Chat Show. Why do you always have to say that's us? Know. That's Of course it's us. That's why it says, it doesn't say Mike Broomhead. It says the Gatos of Chat Show. What's Mike Broomhead? I don't know. I've heard of oh, him. Oh, that guy earlier, he talks about debt. <laughs> Is that right? I didn't hear that segment. <laughs> hey, uh, we got our water back. This is amazing. Good, I was missing it. Well, uh, were you? Hopefully, we got it back full time and with us always. Attorney General Chris Mays. Now, isn't she the one that stopped the executions in Arizona? It's yes. driving both of us crazy. Yes. Okay, yes. this is the same person who I think she. I think she outsmarted the Saudis. Follow me. Okay, I'm here following Saudi you. Arabia. They see Arizona. They see some suckers in 2014. Suckers, and they say, you know what? Let's lease some of that land. And we'll pay almost nothing for it. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Saudi Arabia is leasing land from Arizona. And they're they're growing alfalfa. Now is that I don't is that something that humans eat? I have no idea. Uh, that's uh, something is that, that cattle. This, cattle. They're doing it for okay. cattle. They're okay. doing it. They're doing. They they're going to eat the thing that eats it. I just don't. I don't know if that's something you throw on yeah. a salad. I'm just saying. I'm not sure. Anyway, the Saudis it's, they see Arizona. They see us as a bunch of suckers, and uh, and and they lease land on the cheap from us. Grow this alfalfa, which, from what I understand, takes a ton of water to grow. Saudi Arabia doesn't want to do it in Saudi Arabia because. There's not enough water. They're stealing our water to grow uh, this alfalfa. Now, where's the alfalfa going? They're shipping it back to Saudi Arabia. Well, what are they doing in Saudi Arabia with the alfalfa? You see this where I'm going? I like saying the word alfalfa. So they take the alfalfa in Saudi Arabia and they feed the alfalfa to cows. What does Arizona get out of this? Nothing. We get a drought. They take our water. So I thought I did a pretty good job. You did a pretty good job there. They lease it, $25 an acre, 6,000 acres, and all the water underneath. What they're doing is they're not importing water from somewhere else or grabbing it. It is all water that is tabled and it's underneath the ground, and they're pumping it at (laughs) 3,000 gallons a minute. And the average family of four uses 17,000 gallons a month. So if you start to roll into that and say, well, that's about, what, four and a half minutes or so, five and a half minutes, and you've used what the the average families use, that's insane. How many gallons in an hour? What do you do, 3,000 times 60? Yeah, it's what, Wise man, do 3,000 times 60. I want to know how many gallons. It was 180,000 gallons. I don't know. I'm not doing math live on the air. 180,000 gallons. It's 180,000 gallons an hour? An hour. 180,000 gallons. So that's gallons. 10 families of four, essentially, that they would use all that. 180,000 gallons an of water hour. an hour. Mm-hmm. And we could be doing something with that water. We could be. We could be drinking that water, couldn't we? We could be, tr- we could be showering, drinking. Okay. Could better be. than Phoenix's poop water that idea. That is correct. 
maybe we don't have to go H2O now. We still might. I mean, one of the reasons they want to do is they want to look under and do the the uh, a full test to find out what's there, because that some of that water is being. Well, we're talking about how big it is. But think about the neighbors here, because they're already talking about how they're being drained from everything. Right. As far as that, it's it's crazy. You want to, I don't want to talk basketball. I don't care about basketball. Do you want to talk about Booker's 45? No, I don't care about that. I want to talk about the money that was stolen today. OK. Did you see what happened in Canada? No. You didn't? No. Oh, my God. A lot so, of stuff happens in Canada. On a, on a, but I, it was all over the place. So have you ever seen Goodfellas? I have seen remember Goodfellas. Remember the Lufthansa Heights? I don't Heist? Know, no, I don't remember that. So this morning. There was or late a lot la- of blood and shooting. Late last movie. night. Very long movie. A plane lands in Canada. Okay. People, you know, they, they, they get off the plane. They take the cargo. They move it over to a building. Somewhere between the time they shut the building and they opened it, some of the stuff in the cargo was missing. $20 million of <gasps> gold. What? And other valuables that they have no idea who took it. It's like an Ocean's Eleven thing. It is. It will, it will, this is what they did with Lufthansa in the 70s uh, with uh, the mob, where they went in. They took $6 million worth, which is about $25 million in today's money. They took all of that money. And to this day, there's only been one arrest and conviction oh my from gosh. that. So, How much money now did they steal? Uh, tw- uh, $20 million, give or take. And the gold is. Here's the thing. Yeah. They don't even know if it's in the country. And I don't know if you guys wear this. Gold's not traceable. They, they, they're they melting it as we speak, maybe. <laughs> they could. Oh, my goodness. Is that one of the biggest heists that that's is ever the, happened? That is the, I think that is the biggest heist as far as, like, uh, airplanes and cargoes that, that's ever happened outside of uh, what took place with the Lufthansa heist, which how, is great. How, how, how long do you think they worked this plan out? Oh, man, that's got to be a Because it is detailed. It has to be. What do you think? Because I did not see with the story. cameras, with everything, and the right. way that we live in this world. What was the most impressive part of the story? Uh, that they have zero they leads it? at this point. They don't even know how they stole it. It was just gone. It was gone. It disappeared. Yeah. Not one lead. It's unbelievable. That is. That's uh, pretty awesome. I mean, you know, you're like, that's not good. But at the same time, you're like, that's kind of neat. pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Because you want to think, oh, they stole it from somebody who's using that money for horrible things. Right. Uh, But, you know, I don't know if that's true. All right. But uh, 20 million. Just gone. 15 million alone in gold. It's not easy to steal. Mm -mm. All right. Oh, my God. Six minutes away. Becky Lind. She's got the uh, 5 o'clock KTAR news expansion. She's going to give you 15 minutes of uh, news, traffic, and weather, and no commercial breaks next.